All right. One more. I like it when you start. Why? I don't think it's fun. I don't. I never know what to say. Okay, ready? Hey! <laughs> All right. This is the one that we're going to use to make it a good one. No pressure. Let's start at the same time. Just talk. Hey, hey everybody. everybody. Welcome this back to I Love You Therapeutically. This is Ben. And welcome to our podcast. <laughs> and that's Ellie. Hope you enjoy the show. Bye. Uh. Hey, Ellie. Hey, Ben. Why are we making this podcast? We're making this podcast because we want to learn from all the people that we work with. We sure work do. with people from every single type of mental health background. We got social workers, we have licensed clinical mental health counselors, and there's people like us who are brand new to the field and just really thriving and loving it, trying to find our way like blind, but we have all these people around us supporting us and helping us along the way. And it's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So we're making this podcast for them and for us. For because everyone. we are in it together. To win it. Oh. Well, <laughs> close. <laughs> we're not vibing that hard. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Ellie. Hey, Ben. What does I love you therapeutically mean to you? What that means to me is... What I learned in boating school is, <laughs> sorry, what that means to me is I love you in a platonic way where I'm supporting you, here for you. I listen. I will listen. I, you can vent to me, tell me anything, and I will love you no matter what, and I'll love you through it. Yeah. That's good. What about you, Ben? Um, yeah, I mean, ditto. I, no, I, no. great content yeah no Ditto. i would say i love you therapeutically means that well this is the way I, I was thinking about it as you were talking it's like when you say i love you you can mean a bunch of different things so many things and and it's hard to express exactly what you mean which is why we don't say it to people because i love you is usually a romantic thing right right, right. saying therapeutically puts it in a box mm -hmm. and for me what the therapeutic box looks like is what you were just saying i'll support you I'll encourage you. I'll listen to you. You can come to me with problems and I'll hear you out and I'm without judgment. Yeah, no without judgment. Without sass. Just like, I'm, I'm here with you, I might right? give some sass. So it's a box. It's a box that allows us to say it and mean it without worrying about the connotation, without worrying about being misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, it's, like a it's like describing, like, this is the type of I love you I'm yeah. giving you right now. Yeah. And also, I think for me, the word therapeutic in its own box to me is like a safe place, uh, somewhere I might feel better, somewhere that I might feel healed. Like just that word in general also means so many things. It yeah. can be anything. Therapy is all sorts of different things. It's physical, it's mental, it's emotional. But like just taking that word and putting it after I love you, it just enhances the I love you, if you know what I mean. Like it just makes it feel like I fucking mean it and I'm here for you mm. and you're safe. Yeah, that's really, I, I, I wonder how common that feeling about therapeutic is. Mm. Like, I wonder if for some people yeah. it's the opposite. Right. Some people, therapeutic could be a trigger word, yeah. like therapy in general. I mean, yeah. people have trauma from therapy. That's a real thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I love the idea of therapy, but I've never had a really positive experience with it. Really? Have you, you've been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple different therapists? I would say I probably had four therapists. And no, no, none were positive? None of them? I the, the one that I went to the most times, I think I went three times. Wow. 
Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I, this is what I tell everybody. I mean, <laughs> I'm in school to become a therapist. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. And there are so many like skeptics is the word I would use. Sure. Yeah. For that profession in general, it's definitely getting more mainstream, less of like a, what's the word I'm looking for? negative connotation i guess sure um like or stigma yeah stigma yeah. that's the word my mom even to this day would be like i'm in therapy like you can't right like nobody, hush nobody hush nobody can know anybody. yeah because that makes you crazy i'm not mentally well right Shh, <laughs> right right but none of us are mentally well no. i don't know a single person who's like big facts. i'm great you know what i mean um and if so, they are they're hurting good for what uh, like hurting hurting they're purring <laughs> if they are they're a cat <laughs> i mean my cats are great mentally let's go <laughs> um but what i tell people every single person in my life i'm like you need therapy and i don't mean it in a bad way everybody needs therapy i was telling my father-in-law today and he was like no 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 you know what i mean he's one of the skeptics sure fully that generation his generation our parents i don't know about your parents but you said your mom's in therapy but yeah Oh, Ellie has dogs, so you might hear some animals. You might, and cats. <laughs> yeah, um, you'll see them on the Insta for sure. So check, check out, out the, the Insta. Insta. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bruh. So what I tell people who've never been to therapy and who are either thinking about it or have been in the past and hated it, like something I would tell someone like you, like it's never really done anything for you. I have had five therapists in my life. The first one I went to when I was 21. He's the therapist of my stepmom, which fucking love you shout out sherry let's go sherry <laughs> she had been to him like 30 years on and off whoa best therapist i've been to in my whole entire life 30 years shout out brad cole brad i fucking cole. miss you hey brad cole if you're listening to this please come on our show <laughs> please come on our show we also, love you therapeutically <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing great work man keep he, it up i was in a place where i would be in my car sobbing bawling my eyes out couldn't see the road didn't care if i hit a tree i was like i can't see the road right now don't give a fuck wow really low point in my life i had just gotten dumped my friend's dad died i was fucked Damn. up i went to brad he fixed me and i don't wow. know what he did i can't even tell you like he was just amazing everything he did was amazing and then he had to he had a private practice that he ended up leaving whatever fast forward my next therapist is a woman and maybe i only had four and i saw her one time and i never went back she judged me for a phobia of mine that Whoa. I'm super, super self-conscious about, obviously. Like, obviously. Yeah, right. So I hated her. I left the first session. I was like, I'm never fucking coming back. Yeah. I knew immediately. Yeah. With Brad, I left the session. I cried. I mean, I cry almost every therapy session. <laughs> That's how you know it's working. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I left feeling like high, like elated. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then I left that one with the, the woman. I was like, this ain't it. None of this, none of this audio is going to work. I know. Damn. Vinny's here. That's why. It's okay. I mean, I don't know how much of it's getting picked up. We'll have to listen back yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. But, but can I keep going? Just keep going. You're doing this. This is, this, good, this is good stuff. Okay. He left. I felt, I wasn't like, I mean, I was sad because I couldn't see him anymore. Right. But I wasn't like, but I still need you. I kind of felt like I can do this on my own now. And then when my life went, went into another low point, I reached out to that woman. She sucked. Hated her. Sorry, I don't even know your name. <laughs> shout, out shout, out to you. To, shout out to you, you shitty suck. therapist. Um, and then I found another one, another woman. This is like a weird thing for me. So first was a man, then a woman, second woman. So I've only had four. Four is the number. Got it. Um, and I forced it. I forced the relationship with her. How many times did you go? 
A lot. No way. Like months. Yeah. No way. Forcing it. Fully, fully forcing it. And wow. she would tell me things like, just get over it. Whoa. Just deal with it. And I'd be like, what the fuck? That doesn't help me. That's what people do who don't go to therapy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's like what my what my mom says to me. Like, she'll be sure. like, just stop. And so, I'm like, yeah. sure. So many parents say that. Right, right. Because yeah. they don't get it. Um, And then fast forward, left her, broke up with her. Um, now I'm... I don't, I don't know, f- way further in the future, I was like, fuck, I really need therapy again. Like, I I need that feeling that I had with Brad. Right. So I found another male therapist. Got and it. I was like, maybe I hate bitches. Hey, you're not alone. <laughs> Just kidding. Love Just you, Just hate, I hate, I don't hate women. I, I no, love women. definitely not. We, lo- we love women. <laughs> um, but I see this man. I'm sitting in his waiting room. I look at him. Yeah. He's dark hair. Like big fluffy beard, Let's heavy go. set, young, young. He's in his thirties. Wow. He's not even five years older than me, which is wild to me. Brad was like sixty. I don't yeah. know. Sorry, Brad, if you're younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I look at him and I'm like, nope, I don't want to do this. I wanted to get up and leave, but I was like, you know what? Just like try it out. If you don't like him, move on. So I go in, I sit down, start crying. <laughs> you know, have the therapy session. And I can't even tell you what we talked about. I probably bawled my eyes up the whole time. And he like had a few words because I can talk my fucking head off. And I left and I was like, fuck yeah. Wow. This is it. And that is what I tell people. Do not give up. Like I, it sucks, especially now. There's a second pandemic that happened over the pandemic. And that is therapists. Hmm. Everybody needed a therapist like all of a sudden. There is a shortage. People are not taking new clients. Everybody who tells me, like, or who I tell I'm in school for this, is like, "Wow, every that you're gonna, you're gonna be in such high demand. Like, it's yeah. so real." And That's like, so interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, but that makes a lot of sense. I read an article that was like the second pandemic, and I was like, "Oh fuck, what's coming?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah. therapists." <laughs> so yeah, I I think everybody, if you don't have a therapist, if you've never been to therapy, if your life is great, I mean. Maybe you're good. I don't know. Maybe you have some childhood trauma that you've locked in a box like I did. But I think everybody should try it. And if you leave like you did, you said you had four therapists. If you leave and you don't feel that, fuck yeah, this is it. This is this guy's going to fucking help me. Don't go back. Find somebody else. Yeah. Don't give up. Yeah. A big thing for me when considering therapy is I always felt like I knew my situation well enough to handle it. Mm -hmm. And I felt like. It was just, I mean, a big part of it is just ego being like, no, I got this. Like, I don't know if that's, yeah. I don't know if <laughs> other people resonate with that, but I I always felt like I could be a better therapist for myself. Um, so someone's listening to this, considering therapy for the first mm-hmm. time, what should they expect to get out of a therapy session? For me, I think it's different for everybody. I mean, I have a friend who went to therapy, said, hey, I think I need therapy. I'm going to go. And when she goes, she lies. Oh, for real? She lies to That's got to be super common. She lies to the therapist to make her... I've done it before. I, sure. I'm not... Maybe not lie, but, like, leave details out because they make me look bad. Yeah. Nobody wants to, like, portray themselves in a bad light. Sure. For me, one thing that's huge about therapy is... This is, like, kind of true in my whole life. Like, I vent to every single person in my life. If you, if you know me, <laughs> as soon as something's happening, I'm texting you, I'm calling you, whatever. I... I have like a list of people I'm like, got to tell this person, like the most minor inconvenience in my life. (laughs) But when it comes to therapy, the difference is my friends or family are like, oh man, that sucks. Like, I'm sorry, blah, blah. My therapist asks the questions that make me think about it differently. 
They make me think about it from over there, which I didn't, I never saw it from that point of view. Or they're like, why do you think that you feel that way? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know. I didn't, I just felt it. I didn't think about why I felt it. So I'll be like, oh, I think everybody hates me because when I was younger, people hated me or like a select few people hated me. So now I latch every relationship that I have, friendship, whatever, to that feeling of, I didn't know they hated me. They hate me. What? And now I get why I respond to certain things in a certain way. One time I was in traffic and I did something stupid, like cut somebody off, whatever, almost ran into the car in front of me, whatever. And whoever my passenger was, was like, what the fuck? Like, come on, dude. Like, and I wasn't, I got mad. I felt angry. And then I was like, why am I mad right now? Am I mad at my friend for getting upset with me? They have every right to get upset with me. I almost just fucking kill them. Like, you know what I mean? Or am I embarrassed? That I mm. fucked up. I realize that embarrassment for me comes out as anger. Right. If I feel stupid, it comes out as anger because I don't like the way that feels. I don't like yeah. to, and I don't like to admit that I'm embarrassed. Right. At all. Right. And I'm working on being like, sorry, that was embarrassing. Like my bad. Rather than letting the anger like take over and those feelings are pushed so far down that you don't know that you're feeling them. You're just mad. Right. So I think I'm trying to like help my husband feel that like hey what are you mad at right are you really mad or are you embarrassed are you hungry (laughs) there's this saying i mean a acronym for i think it's for like when you're having like big feelings it's called halt hungry anxious lonely tired Hmm. so when you're feeling overwhelmed or angry or anything like that's super powerful and strong think about that like hey am i hungry right now if i ate would i feel better am i anxious Can I do something about my anxiety that will turn down the feelings that aren't anxiety? Am I lonely right now? Do I need compassion? Do I need like physical touch from somebody? And am I tired? (laughs) Because think about it. Like when I'm tired, I'm cranky as fuck. When I'm hungry, I'm hangry. Like when I'm lonely and I need somebody, I'm so sad if that, if I can't get that immediate connection. So I think HALT is like a good tool. Like, everything makes sense (laughs) once you go to therapy. (laughs) That's not true. Not everything. But things come to light that you were like, oh, fuck. Childhood trauma. Yeah. I didn't know it existed. Holy fuck. I have trauma from that that I've kept inside of me, locked up for 20 fucking years. And now all of a sudden I'm crying about it. Didn't even cry about it when I was five when it happened. Right. And now all of a sudden I'm telling people who, who matter. Telling, like, my dad and, like thinking about, holy shit, how is he going to respond to this? Oh my God, this is huge. And when I was five, I cried. No, I did cry. I cried about it and never told anybody. Locked it away. Right. These are the things I, I used to make jokes about it. I would joke about it to my friends and family, this trauma, and wow. didn't realize that I was, it was inside of me, hurting me mm. mentally and emotionally. And I did not even know until I went to that, the therapist I have now. Do you feel like vulnerability comes naturally to you? Like you were saying. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. That's definitely a, a, an obstacle for people like my friend who lies. She doesn't lie because she's a liar. She lies because she has trust issues. She will not trust a single person because of past trauma. And she was like, it would take me so many sessions to trust them, to think that they actually cared. And I'm like, however many sessions it takes for you, it could take a year for you to like start talking about things that you actually want to talk about. And that is part of the battle is sticking it out, going through it, putting in the fucking work in yourself, 
Why would you put in work anywhere else? If you're not good, who do you have? You put work into your job, your school, everything else, but not you. That makes no sense to me. That's why I think everybody needs therapy. Everybody has something. Beautiful. <laughs> you have like no words. <laughs> Honestly, it's just, it's so funny because even as you're talking and I feel like you're talking to a lot of people who are listening, you're certainly talking to me. There's a part of my mind that just can't accept it. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm already sort of, well, yeah, I mean, this makes sense for somebody listening. But for me, I don't know if I'm willing to put in that work. I don't know if I'm willing to try five different therapists until I find the right one. It's not easy. It's not easy. At and all. And it's so much easier for me to just, the therapy that I have is laying in bed at 11 p.m., like with some like background music or like a podcast on and just like running through thoughts in my head. Yeah. For me, that's what my therapy is. Yeah, that is therapy though. Yeah, it's well, it's therapeutic to some extent, but it's also how you create negative loops. It's how you create those neural pathways yeah. where you get stuck in a certain thought. Yeah, like they're like a double-edged sword. Right. Like a coping skill can become a negative loop. Definitely. But it also can help. Right. So like finding balance almost of like, this is small, use a coping skill. Yeah. Get yourself through it. This is big. Don't compartmentalize it and tuck it away. Unpack it. Hash it out. Talk to anybody. If you're not going to go to therapy, talk to anybody. Because talking about your feelings, whether or not the person receiving them is, you know, asking you insightful questions or just saying, I hear you, I'm here for you, will help you. Just feeling the feelings. Let yourself feel them because we're not our feelings. We are just like the vessel for our feelings to get out. Let's go. So talking them out, writing them out, anything. I used to write every single day in a journal. Today I felt this. This is why. For those of you, myself included, who find it like a large mental obstacle between myself and going to try to find a therapist, there are things you can do before you go to a therapist. You should still try to get a therapist, <laughs> but if you're not ready to do that. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> writing in your journal, talking to a friend. Yeah having a, a conversation where you you can be vulnerable and start building that trust with someone even if it's just a friend mm -hmm. it's it's a good place to start and once you get going on that journey and you're starting to create that separation you'll gain insight and maybe it will give you the the strength to take the step and, and yeah find a therapist another huge milestone for me in like my mental health journey i'm in charge of my mental health mm. not anybody else Let's i can't go. i have nobody else to blame right now but me and taking that accountability helped me because I was like, you know what? Take this, learn, move on. And I did. And I still practice that now. I'll be so pissed off, so mad. I'll be like, whose fault is this? Who made the decision? Not even fault. You don't even have to be at fault. It's just a decision. And these are the consequences. And you have nobody to blame. You can have a pity party all you want, but what's that going to do for you? Right. Nothing. So that was a really big, like a pivotal moment in my life was realizing, oh my God, I'm the reason my life sucks. Mm. <laughs> and... I have the power to change it. Let's go. <laughs> that was fucking off the chain. <laughs> that was so dope. I'm sitting back here being like, damn. I feel like up. I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry. No, it's great. It's honestly great. I will say, just to be fully honest, I'm thinking like, shit, she's bringing so much value. Really? Yeah, I'm like. I thought Holy. you were about to give me some like hard criticism. No, no, no. <laughs> it's so valuable, and and because like therapy for me, it doesn't have that positive association. So there's already some anxiety inside of me that's like, well, shit. I don't really have anything to contribute because I don't know if what I've been doing is that same kind of thing. I don't know if it's. I haven't had the conversation enough, or I haven't thought about it enough, or I haven't put myself in those situations enough to say like, oh yeah, that resonates with me, and mm -hmm. here's why, and yeah. then give you an example. 
it's like there's a there's that like a like a block for me it's so weird as i'm listening because it's so profound and i think it's so valuable but even as you're talking like i'm feeling bad about myself that i haven't done more because i believe in it right and i and i i hear people talk about it all the time about how important therapy is for them my mom is one of the biggest advocates for therapy and she is not afraid to tell me um every day for the last 29 years um (laughs) that i should be in therapy and did you take offense to that when someone says to you, you should be in therapy. Like, no, no, because I, I, tr- I believe it. Yeah. I know it's true. Right, okay. But I just can't get there. See, I think that's another thing for people is like, I don't need therapy. Like my dad. Yeah, I say that to myself all the time, even though I know it's not true. Right. So it's just a defense mechanism. It's just yeah. a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. And it's like fear of having those bad experiences and fear of putting myself in a vulnerable position with yeah. someone I don't trust. I don't, I don't want to open up to someone who isn't going to be able to help me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to have that experience in an office where I'm talking to this lady who's like super crunchy and like wearing a flowy <laughs> dress and has dreads and it's just like I'm sorry, nodding. you hitting on hippies right now? <laughs> no, no, I love it. I'm sorry, hippies. I love you. Uh, no, but my, my point is I feel like I really need it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's so much pressure on it yeah. that I don't want to be disappointed. From, yeah. I don't want to go to an office and, and have a 15-minute conversation that's and walk huge. out and be like, I could have done that myself. Yeah. And that's been my experience every single time. I'll sit down. I'll have the conversation I've had with myself a hundred times mm-hmm. and I'll walk away and say, well, I just wasted 120 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No, that's a very real thing too. And I think a lot of people have the mindset that you have, I'm going to go in one session. I should get something. Right. That's not going to be true of every session, especially in the beginning. You should go in with the mindset of I'm building a relationship with this person. They're not supposed to give me anything. And if they do sweet. And if they don't keep going, if you don't click with them, move on. How, how many times do you think you, you would advise someone to go to therapy with a certain therapist before quitting? Like, do you think it's worth it to be like any therapist, see them three times before you make a decision? Or do you think once is enough to say, I, I think, I don't know if this is just true for me or if it's true for everybody, but I know in the first five minutes, I know. You like, just get a vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you click with someone like, right. like I knew the first day I met you. Yeah. I like this dude. You know what I mean? That's so good. like, <laughs> I feel like if you go into a session don't go into it expecting they're going to fix my life. That's how I'll know. No, that's not going to happen. I mean, I think my first session with my current therapist, he was like asking me like the intake questions. Like, right. do you feel safe at home? Are you a female? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that stuff. And I still was like, yes, I know. But right. I don't know if everybody has that right. because I'm only me. Can you think of anything that would help someone who has those trust issues? Build the relationship. Just, get just get show to know them. And, yeah, yeah, show up. Just talk to them about your day. Be like, yeah, I had a turkey sandwich today. Eventually, your walls will come down. Something will come out that you're like, oh, shit. I just, like, was vulnerable for a second. And even if it's a second, like, that's totally cool. And eventually, you will build a relationship. Even people with no trust issues like, this is a fucking stranger. I don't know you. Mm. Get to know them. If you feel a vibe on that first day, also being super open, being like, hey, I have a lot of trust issues, so I'm going to, like not talk about deep things for a while therapy is different for everyone i go in and i bitch and moan and my therapist is like whoa bitch yeah (laughs) listen up you know what i mean like he he knows me to the point where he'll be like future liza needs to hear this you'll get to that point where like i feel so close to my therapist i love him therapeutically you know yeah and like that is when you'll feel like the relationship will feel strong enough and you'll trust them and you'll start to just open up without even thinking about it. <laughs> I, and I think too, I just want to highlight that one piece of advice, which is 
if if you are someone who has trust issues or if you have reservations about therapy or if you don't i don't know whatever whatever the block that you have whatever mm-hmm. the obstacle in your mind is say that to the therapist first thing yeah like hey i don't think this is going to work for me yeah i don't know you i don't trust you i don't really i've never had a positive experience with therapy so i might need you to sort of do a little bit more like i, I need you to dig a little bit or do the work <laughs> yeah like i like just let them know what you need like I had a, a professor who talked about a client she had that would just come in to her office and sit on her couch and cry for an hour and then leave. And say nothing. The therapist wouldn't talk. No freaking way. She would just sit there and cry. And she was like, this has been so helpful for me. Just a safe place to cry. Like therapy is Therapy, different. a safe place to cry. Yo, that's, that's <laughs> powerful. Babe. All right. So I th- we're going to wrap it up. Wait, can I say one more thing? Yeah, say one more thing. Sorry, finish your thought. Yeah. Um, last, last. The words. first sessions of therapy sometimes feel like a waste. You're like, I'm not getting anything. That's so true. For anything me. out of this? Yeah. You're like, why am I doing this? So you quit. Do the work. Get in there. You're worth in it. In the dirt. <laughs> you are worth it. Like, if you're not worth it to yourself, that's who are you worth it to? You know what I mean? Like, you need to like invest in yourself for your mental health. So. In those first sessions where you're building that trust, you're building the rapport with the therapist, like, don't give up just because it feels like a waste. There will be sessions that you break down and cry and you're like, holy fuck, all those weeks of sitting there talking about my turkey sandwiches was so worth it for this moment where I unlocked a door, the wall broke down, and now I can dig in and really start to get underneath all these problems. (laughs) <laughs> freaking amazing oh my gosh that was some powerful shit um so that's uh, that's it man i don't know how we're gonna end these things because that I bye. I bye bye outros are hard bye bye <laughs> thanks for listening to our episode i think that works yeah we'll, we'll just do that but this is a taste man of what we're gonna do we're gonna have a lot of different people on the show if you want to be a part of it jump in the comments like subscribe let us know let us fucking know reach out it's about like honestly call us we want we want it it to be valuable you're giving us time in your commute during your day while you're cleaning your kitchen listening to us if you think it can be valuable to let us know how so leave us a comment we want you we We love you therapy (laughs) let's go see you bye